Welcome everybody, my name is Karush AK and this is the Market Meditations Podcast. We chat with fascinating people from around the world to extract mindsets, routines, stories and habits to help you build richer lives. Meditators, today we're going to examine eight key points that can help people achieve financial freedom. We're also going to explore the concept of opportunity cost. Uh, Wealth is not a result of luck, it's a result of deliberate habits and consistent application of good financial behavior. I hope you enjoy this episode. Before we jump into this episode, don't forget that I send hand-picked market news, insights, and education to over 6,000 traders and investors three times a week. To get access to this, all you have to do is sign up to karushak.substack.com. And also a quick thanks to our partners, Utrust, for making this podcast possible. There'll be more on them later. There's a great book by Thomas Stanley called The Millionaire Next Door. It's a bit of a cheesy title, but it really does drive home uh, a lot of points that can potentially help a lot of our listeners achieve financial freedom. It breaks down the key habits of millionaires by studying them and looking at what they do. By the end of this podcast, we'll be able to give you a checklist that can really help improve your financial health. You'll also hear me talk a lot about a concept called opportunity cost. Uh, It really, really is essential when thinking about money and in general what you're going to do with your money. Um, People often think that millionaires have simply gotten lucky. Maybe they were dealt a better hand in life. Uh, They won a lottery, got a 100x cryptocurrency coin. Um, But uh, I think if you break down the right habits uh, and take a sensible approach. Uh, Most people in the world do have the ability to become a millionaire, but whether or not they have the drive and discipline um, and work ethic to carry out what they need to to get there is another question. If you're listening to this podcast, well, well done. I think you guys are already um, on the path there. You have enough self-awareness to know that there might be more for you to learn out there. Uh, Hopefully this podcast does deliver that sort of value. If not, I'm sure you'll find other sources that resonate with you and help you on that journey. To understand financial opportunity cost, uh, let's use an example because it's really important to dive into this. Let's say you want to buy a new iPhone and this iPhone costs $999. When you decide to make the purchase, you are also simultaneously forfeiting the opportunity to potentially invest that money into Bitcoin or the stock market, heck, even bonds. Taking the example of the stock market, let's say the stock market does 10% in a year. That's pretty reasonable. Um, In 15 years, those $999 will be worth $4,000. So by buying that iPhone, not only are you losing your $999, but you're losing the potential to have $4,000 in 15 years time. In this one example, it may not seem like much, but imagine the compounding effects of decision after decision ramping up. It's going to eventually add up to a lot. Uh, This concept can also be applied to time. Uh, Let's say you spend five hours, five hours searching for the best deal you could find on your iPhone. And eventually you found an iPhone for $950. So you saved yourself $49. But what was the cost? Well, the cost was your five hours. So 
you're valuing your time at about $10 an hour. For some people, that might be worth it. For others, maybe they'll rethink spending that time, just buy the iPhone instantly, and then use their time better elsewhere. This really is the fundamental concept of opportunity cost. It's interesting how this changes uh, over time. If if you're younger or earlier in your career, you definitely want to be prioritizing money because your time is simultaneously gaining you career capital, uh, experience, uh, reputation, network, uh, knowledge, and all of these things make your time worth a lot more money. So as you build up your reserves of money, you also make your time worth more. So eventually you reach the point which um, I'd say I'm fortunate enough to be in where um, my biggest priority is focusing how I spend my time uh, a lot more than how I spend my money because the time becomes the most valuable resource. But in both cases, what stands is opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is the key concept that needs to be understood. You'll see this weaved into the eight tips that we're going to share in this episode. Uh, The first one is to live below your financial means. Now, this is going to be different for absolutely everyone, uh, but by living below our financial means, we make sure that our net worth is continually increasing. And should we run into unforeseen events, that we're going to be okay. Every time we come to make a purchase, we consider the opportunity cost. Um, If I buy this iPhone right now, I'm now not going to be able to invest that money. However, maybe I buy an iPhone that's a few editions old. Sure, it won't be as fancy, the camera may not be as nice, but I can invest that money. I can invest that money, and over time, that will be the far better decision. And with the power of compound interest and the exponential returns that come from that, this is really going to benefit me. This really comes under the macro point of making sure that your costs are lower than your income. Make sure you're earning more money than you're spending. And it seems like such an obvious point when you put it like that, but you'd be amazed how many people are constantly in debt, spending money on things they don't need to impress people or because they're under the illusion that they need these things. It's a simple tip that'll get you one step closer. Now, unsurprisingly, millionaires spend twice as much time on financial planning and investing as the average person. And again, it makes perfect sense. Um, If you're a millionaire, you're going to have spent more time planning on how you became a millionaire. But it's not a magic strategy that most people use. It's not some super complex investing strategy. How many people know right now, without checking anything, what percentage of their net worth is in a bank account? What percentage is in crypto? What percentage is in property? How much debt do they owe? What is their inflow of cash like? What is it projected to look like in six months? These are very, very simple questions that anyone can figure out and plan with say, one hour a month's work, but most people don't. And if you're not deliberate about this sort of thing, you're going to be leaving a lot of opportunity on the table. Something actionable to take away from it is to just sit down right now and plan. Let's take a small break to talk about you trust. 
A lot of you know that one of my main reasons for being in the cryptocurrency space is because I think it can change the world. And for it to do so, adoption is one of the most important things to happen. That's why I could not be more excited to have partnered with Utrust. Now, Utrust are a payment gateway provider. What this means is that just like you use MasterCard, Stripe, or PayPal, you can now accept cryptocurrency payments with the same ease. Not only that, but they allow you to get paid out in your preferred currency of choice. So you don't even take on the volatility risk of crypto while allowing all of your customers to pay in any of the supported cryptocurrencies they'd want to. And they charge less than Stripe, PayPal, or most of the other traditional competitors out there as well. Coupled with a seamless user interface, you'd be doing your business a disservice by at least not trying Utrust out. Make sure to visit utrust.com. That's U-T-R-U-S-T.com. Tip number three is one of the most important ones I'm going to share, and that is prioritizing financial freedom and skills over a display of social status. What this means is that if you're trying to become a millionaire, and millionaire is just an arbitrary term, if you're trying to build wealth, focus on being financially free. Financially free means that you do not have to think about money to do what you enjoy doing. Emphasis on the word enjoy, because if you're focusing on flexing the number in your bank account, uh, putting a fancy watch on your wrist, buying the best car you possibly can so it looks better than the guy next doors, these sorts of displays of social status normally involve taking on liabilities uh, and not really achieving financial freedom or building wealth. They just display wealth. And they're also temporary goals. From a psychological perspective, uh, normally you pursue these things because you think they're going to make you happy. And then when you do end up getting that watch or that Lamborghini, you don't actually get your happiness. So whatever activities you do to reach that point, you will then give up because you're not going to be fulfilled, you're not going to be happy, and you'll either fall into depression, stop doing those previous activities because you haven't reached what you wanted to reach. I mean, take a look at the crypto market right now. I've mentioned this so many times, but my friends have made seven, eight, some people even nine figures, ridiculous amounts of money, and it hasn't brought them happiness. Some of them are in the worst depression of their life because they've reached every single financial goal they ever had, and it's not given them happiness. So you need a purpose, a goal beyond money. And financial freedom is a great one. Just make it so you never have to think about money again. Make it so your bills are all automated. This was a podcast I had recently. (laughs) A guy who went from nothing to everything, the biggest, best thing to ever happen to him financially, and he's now worth over eight figures, was being able to automatically pay his bills and never have to think about them again. So really sit down and make a note of what matters to you. Is it a nice house? Hey, some of you want a chef because you don't like to cook. Some of you love to cook, so you want to make sure you can buy the right ingredients without looking up prices. You want to make sure you can go on holiday. But do you really, really want um, a quarter million worth of fancy watches? Figure out exactly what matters and what financial freedom means to you. Now, tip number four is going to surprise a lot of people, and that is to never receive cash gifts from your parents. Uh, This is a point which was instilled to me pretty strongly when uh, I was reading some stuff written by Arnold. Um, He's Arnold Schwarzenegger, for those who uh, didn't guess. It's incredible how he has such a reputation that just the word Arnold normally uh, describes who he is. And well, 
one of the things that led to his tremendous level of success was uh, the way he was raised. Every reward was associated with an equal amount of work put in. And uh, if you receive uh, gifts or cash from parents without having to put any work in, uh, then your wiring messes up. You stop associating financial reward with the work you have to put in. And in fact, um, in a study, it showed that 80% of instances, people who have received cash gifts, large ones from their parents, have lower net worth than their peers. So it makes you lazy. It makes you not have to care about building your wealth. So some people definitely get dealt an easier hand in life, but it doesn't always benefit them. And in 80% of cases, they're going to be less wealthy off than their peers. Uh, The hunger and drive almost always comes from hardship. The most successful people I know have come from difficult, difficult places and really have something to prove to themselves or to the world. Um, An easy life does not breed uh, champions, in my opinion. And number five, uh, another interesting one, is that uh, two-thirds of them are their own bosses and consider themselves entrepreneurs. Uh, they really believe in themselves. And when when we say own bosses, I'd like to add a little bit onto this because the word entrepreneur is definitely glorified in today's day and age. Uh, if I were to live the easiest life I could right now, I would drop every podcast, YouTube channel, Twitter, social media channel I have. I'd stop trading actively. I would fire every employee I had, close down my companies, and just put all of my money into diversified passive investments and live off the returns for the rest of my life. And that would be the easiest thing to do because entrepreneurship is hard. Guys, I work a lot of hours. I take one day off a month right now and that's because I love it. I absolutely love it. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. Same with trading. You don't become a trader for the money. At least if you do, it's often not a good path to go on because there's easier ways to make money than trading. There's easier ways to make money than um, entrepreneurship. Uh, Something Gary Vee says, which I absolutely love, is that um, number eight and nine at Apple or Facebook, heck, number 20 or 25 have made more money than 99.99% of entrepreneurs ever have. So uh, the concept of being your own boss is just to be an innovator, uh, an entrepreneur within a company. Uh, Every person on my own team, they're leading their own initiatives. They're coming up with their own business ideas and value adds. So, and that's because they believe in themselves. So millionaires really truly have confidence that they themselves can do anything. And it's generic guru stuff, but it really works and is effective. Uh, Tip number six is something I've touched on a few times now, and that is keeping a substantial piggy bank. And all this means is having cash on hand for if and when the situation comes up that you need it. Now, this could be losing a job and you just need to have enough cash that you can keep your stuff together and not have to do anything desperate. Uh, Then it also means if a random business opportunity comes your way, you have the liquid capital to deploy into it and um, profit off of it. This also gives you the peace of mind to be creative, to be confident, to um, find opportunities themselves. So it's really important to just make sure you have this safety net beneath you. Uh, It should be one of the first things anyone builds up uh, to just make sure they don't have to worry majorly about money as they're pursuing riskier endeavors that often end up being the most rewarding. And number seven, 
Their money works for them and it's not the other way around. And you don't need to be an entrepreneur for this. Everyone can apply it. Your money needs to be your friend. It needs to be working for you. It needs to be growing. And that doesn't mean putting it all in a bank account. Uh, There are a million ways you can earn interest on your money. Uh, Stock market, different types of investments, cryptocurrencies, for example. There are lending platforms you can look into, yield farming, liquidity providing, starting your own business, investing in your friends' businesses. Your money needs to be uh, deliberately put into place to benefit you. And that's going to vary from everyone depending on their risk tolerance and goals. Without this, you are always going to be trading your time for money and the value of your passive time will never go up. So try to get to the point where you can make money while sleeping because it feels amazing. And um, again, I truly believe everyone is capable of this. And tip number eight, the final one, it all comes down to patience. Uh, The most successful people I know have a long-term vision. They're not trying to get rich quick. They hold their investments for longer than a year. A lot of them longer than five years. They're looking far into the future with a 2030 vision, a 2040 vision, depending on when you're listening to this, maybe a 2050 vision. Once you've built up your basic runway and you understand investing, making high conviction bets in long-term plays, just buy and hold assets. 99% of the time, this will outperform active traders and investors. So there, there we have my second solo episode, just me talking to you guys about tips which I really think can help change your life. And I'm hoping maybe in five, 10 years time, someone tells me they listened to this episode and it changed the course of their life and they've now achieved financial freedom. That that could be for some people that's getting to six figures, getting enough income, becoming a millionaire, whatever that means for you. I really hope you accomplish it. Uh, these eight tips will really help. Uh, here's a checklist of things you can do. Know your annual budget, know how much you need to spend and make sure your inflows are bigger than your outflows. Have a clearly defined set of short, medium and long-term financial goals. Short term, it could be building that cash runway. Medium term, it could be understanding investing and trading thoroughly. And then long term, it could be building up your portfolio of assets for the long term. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and it helps you build wealth. Until next time, market meditators. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Market Meditations podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like us to continue bringing you fascinating people from across the world, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you like to listen to these podcasts and share the episode with a friend. If you have feedback or an idea for a potential guest, reach out to me on Twitter at Karush AK. And do not forget, we write a newsletter covering all important topics in crypto and traditional markets. We send it out three times a week, the Market Meditations newsletter. You also get early access to these episodes and you get transcripts and extra notes as well. So make sure to subscribe there as well.